0: Hey, thanks for coming back on this episode. We have Mike Walton who stops by to tell us about the goodness of God. Let's get started. Thank y'all for joining us on another episode. On another episode of About Faith. Uh today we have another good testimony. I know y'all I'm pretty sure y'all have been enjoying the series on testimonies. We have another good one today. Uh we have I'm gonna just call you prayers throughout the whole thing. That's fine, <laughs> That's with, fine with you. Yes sir. Uh we have brother Michael Walton. How you
1: doing today? Doing mighty fine, sir.
0: I'm glad you decided to join us. I know you have a lot of wisdom to share with us. You probably don't think so, but... <laughs> no, hey, we'll see. No, we'll see. Uh, that's good. So, um, i like to just jump right in it, man. I try not to, like, uh, take up too much time, but... All right. Uh, you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself, you know? You know, where you from? Like, what was your childhood experience like? Was, was it right. church? Was it not church? Like, you know anything about God? Like, what was that whole experience about you? Absolutely. Well, uh, first of all, I'm number five of six children. I didn't know that. Yes, sir. Six of us. I knew brother, you,
1: sister. That's it. was four girls and two boys. Oh, for real? Yes, sir. I did not know so that. So I'm, I'm the next to the youngest. Oh, man. Uh, and my youngest is uh, Angela, is my uh, youngest sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was Tammy, it was Elisa, it was Irby, which we call Junior, uh-huh. Christy, myself, and then Angela. So oh, for real? Six of us. Yeah. <laughs> same mom. Yeah Same day Man Yes that's, So right. that's great But um, yeah I grew up in Oak Cliff uh, Okay Been going to church pretty much all my life as, as far as I can remember Yeah Church has been a part of my life
0: Were y'all always at Full Gospel?
1: As far as I can Yes sir When okay. I When I grew up I was at Full Gospel Okay Yes sir 1900 South Ewing In the South Oak Cliff section Was it like the Savior? I don't Texas. know how old nah, you are like, I'm, I'm making you old <laughs> I'm <just> 42 <laughs> okay. So you know But uh yeah. But it was just all church all the time Like Absolutely. Absolutely. Were there five services? When you, well, it was Tuesday night, yeah. which was family night. Yeah. Thursday night was surprise night at the time. Okay. We had Saturday morning youth service. Oh, yeah. We had Saturday night service. And then, of course, Sunday morning and Sunday night. So that's we what were, CeCe talked about uh, a little bit. But you know what? That That's what helped groom me to be the man that I am. So I appreciate every service. I, I bet. Yes, that's,
0: sir. Uh, that sounds like you're growing up in it. You'd be like, man, there's a lot. and then Because you're a kid, sometimes you don't understand it, that's right? right? That's right. And you'd be like, man, there's a lot. Like, What are we doing? That's right. Um, but as you get older and you look back on your life, you're like, man, I appreciate all of those times. Absolutely. Because it, it, it does shape and mold you and make you into who you become. So uh, you said it was six, y'all.
1: Where you like? Doing everything in church growing up, like um, well, initially growing up in church, you know, Mama, you know, they had that song "Mama Drugged Me," Well, Mama drugged us the church. <laughs> yeah, somebody else you said know, that uh, same thing. There wasn't no marijuana, no crack, no coke. It was Mama, <laughs> that that holy drug that brought us to the to the to the Saint to the house of God. I and never
0: heard that phrase. To somebody else said it like a uh, couple weeks ago, yes, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I never heard it like that.
1: Well, we were in Sunday school. We were in Bible class, um, and And anything that was going on in in the church that was going on even outside of the the service times, you know, my mom made sure that we were part of it. So I'm very appreciative of that.
0: That's good. All the Easter play you doing on the program. All that. Singing in all the little kids. Uh, All of that. (laughs) Putting the the, the material on and the bow tie whatever. Yes, sir. That was was Mike Walden. Yeah, that's that's great. And... Did you go to like LMCA um, out of school or were you going to like other schools? Like? So I was
1: in public school till 96. Okay. In my last uh, year and a half, two years, I actually I went to LMCA and okay. graduated from an LMCA.
0: I, I thought you did, and I just didn't know. Like, did you go like the whole, like most of your school year or not? I, I was like, I thought Mike went like a few years. Like, Well, well I really wish
1: I did, but, but um, I had some experiences in, in public school, and by the time I Got to a certain age, and I was able to kind of work and uh, help pay tuition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to get right on in and get it done, and that's <laughs> what I did. That's who. uh So
0: growing up, were you, like, in church and had a relationship with God, or were you just like, this is what we do, and you really didn't have, like, you didn't really understand, like, having a real relationship with God? Because I always ask people that because everybody's different. I know that's my thing. Like, I grew up in church, but mm-hmm. I didn't really understand having a relationship with God, like, and I'll tell people, like, I would, I just thought it was a bunch of rules. I was like, this is just, this is just too many rules for a life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but that's a misunderstanding on my part as mm-hmm. a child. And, but uh, now, of course, I have a relationship with God, but um, I always like to ask people if they grew up in church, like, did you
1: have a relationship or just going through the motions? Like, this is just what we do, right? This is, uh, was that like that for you? Well, my mom, she, she want, I mean, she taught us, you don't play with God. Okay. You okay. know, so um, it wasn't, it wasn't that I was saved. I didn't get saved until 96, okay. uh, December of 96. But uh, for her and her house, we were going to serve the Lord. You're going to act like you're saved. You're going to do the things that we, you're told to do. Right. Um, but as far as for me, I was still that that disobedient child that mm-hmm. still took the rod of correction to drive it far from me. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, it's not that I was playing church, right, but right. I was going to church, you know, like I was supposed to be. you know, based off of what I've been taught to be doing. Okay. And so... Uh looking back at
0: it, like a lot of people as they they start looking back on life and they start um thinking about the time when they uh came to know God, they always think about like, Man, like I don't you didn't see it when it was happening, but when you look back, you're like, Man, I can see how God was like ordering my steps to bring me to deliverance or bring me to that point to where I could just say, when you look at it now, like,
1: can you pinpoint all those steps? Uh, looking at it now, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's something you say that because I believe that's um, Psalms thirty-seven twenty-three, one of my favorite verses. What's that? Said that the steps of a good man are ordered yeah, by yeah, the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, I and like I you. live by that scripture. And I, looking back, I can clearly see even in my mishaps and things that were taking place, I can literally see God's finger on my life and mm-hmm. how He's led me to this point. So, absolutely, it's. Um, uh it's been an experience that's
0: amazing i love it so uh so what were those stuff like when you when you look back at it what were some of those stuff like how did how did god start dealing with you and what ultimately brought you to like coming to know the lord well
1: i can remember i don't remember exactly what age it is but it was very i was very young and i can remember being in like um elementary and i Mm -hmm. remember i had to stream and um the lord was showing me different things uh from some of the desires of my uh, of my heart you know i always want to have land and have some cattle, have multiple homes and things like that. And yeah. there was a an a image that God had given me and at a young age, but he let me know that it was going to come with a price. Right. Um, I didn't understand what that meant at the time. But um, one of the things that, that he had instilled in me and let me know that the life that I was going to live was going to be a difficult life. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it's a bad thing, but looking at it right now, he was just basically preparing me. Right. For the things that I was going to go through, right, you have to prepare. You basically saying, prepare yourself, right. And through that, I've been through quite a few experiences. Um, you know, I've been through uh, experiences where I have uh, worked very, very hard to obtain some material things in life. Uh, had several homes that we had purchased in an initial the early part of uh, two thousand. Um, I'm sorry, this was uh, right before the housing bubble uh, busted in two thousand eight. Okay. Okay. Um, and man, I had some some awesome things taking place and, and it's amazing when you do everything you can do things but if you don't do it according to God's plan right sometimes he remove those things and have you start all over and I right. witnessed that right uh, lost a little bit of everything and had to literally start back over uh-huh. but thank God you know yeah. God, God is is a way maker making a miracle worker yeah, yes is. sir
0: so you said you, so he brought you to the Lord in what, 96? 96, so December what, of 96. So was it like a specific message that was preached? Like what, what, what drew you to say, like, you know what? I'm going okay. to give my full life to the Lord.
1: All right. So uh, a couple <laughs> of months prior to December, I got into some trouble. Okay. That yeah, uh, Mike, oh yeah for sure like, let me tell you <laughs> that's how good God is He will put a lot of stuff under the blood you know yeah that's all. Go. but uh, I got into some trouble and I found myself in a position where I I, I started asking our God like everybody do when they in trouble Lord if you get me out of this situation I will live for you mm-hmm. I will never do this again and I will find myself in some trouble and uh I was and sure enough I made that promise I said Lord if you get me out of this situation Lord I live for you and these and a month later. Right. I was sitting in service, and I'll never forget. It was on a Sunday night, yeah. Um, and Evangelist Shirley Mary was delivering that mer- message, and I don't remember exactly what she said. I was
0: just about to ask, do you remember? Because some can't people remember, do, and some people don't. They don't.
1: Because like... I, my mind wasn't. I was again. I was in service, right? But I wasn't into the service, right, right, right. But at altar call, I remember the Lord touching my heart and speaking to me, and just like you're not talking right now. He said, "It's time for you to make good on your vow." Mm-hmm. And I never forget that because I heard it just like we're speaking, and I knew uh, it wasn't my own conscience talking.
0: Man, okay,
1: I don't want to. I want to stop okay, you. Okay, okay. But that's interesting because I
0: was having this conversation with another brother, and he was saying the same thing. He was like, he remember God speaking. To, he was going to another church, and he remembered God speaking to him while he was sitting in that church. God told him to go mm. to come to our church, mm-hmm. and he said like he specifically was God telling him like I told you. And I was like, "That's interesting because when God speaks, you can discern. Like, that's not my country. Absolutely, that's not me talking. Like, it it's obvious. So when people say like, like God doesn't talk, I'm like, yes, He will. He will talk. Absolutely, to and you know, we all know. That's right. I don't care who you are. If you've never heard it before, you know God talks to you. That's right. I just, was like, I always think it's interesting because, like, you specifically said, like, I know, I knew it
1: was my, it wasn't my country. Absolutely, I knew it was God talking.
0: Absolutely. I'm sorry, I No, you off that's okay. You know,
1: that that's a good point. Um. Because what it said, my sheep know my voice. Right, I heard his voice. Yeah, and I, I, I yielded immediately. I remember uh, just walking out, and you know, and Ewan, we had that long, <laughs> that that row, that yeah. aisle yeah, that I mean. led. It seemed like it was eternity to get there. <laughs> yeah, but I remember raising my hands, and I remember coming down the uh, aisle, and I remember throwing my hands up. And by the time I got down there, my heart was just broken, um, and I was ready to literally surrender. Mm-hmm. All the messages and things that I've heard, and all the things that I've known to do right. At that moment, that was a pivotal part of my life where my life began to change. Yeah. And I felt it. I felt it by the time I got down there. I was ready to not just get saved, but actually be ready to be filled right. with the Holy Ghost. Because going to church, you know that that's what was the keeping power. Right, right, right. So I remember getting down, I threw my hands up, and I remember asking God to save me, come into my life, fill me, to deliver me, to take anything that was not like him, to extract it out. Right. And God did just that. And. You know, and then we go down to the, uh, those that know you, and, you know, we walk down to the, to, the, to down them stairs into that little area where they would pray him through to the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And sure enough, here's his tall brother that's there, and he's still a faithful young uh, brother that's there now, Brother Floyd Williams. Uh, brother Floyd Williams? Yes, sir.
0: Yeah,
1: man. <laughs> I mean, he, we got over to the side, and he just... I don't remember everything he said, but he told me just relax and let God have his way.
0: And he's been doing that for a long time. I mean, just beautifully. He that. coached
1: me through to the Holy Ghost, and amazing. I got it. That was 96? That was 19, December of 1996. Man, yes, were sir. you still a teenager at that point? Well, you know, I was, I think it was 18, 17, <laughs> okay, 18, okay. somewhere in there.
0: Was, yeah. Man, that's yeah. amazing. But that's good, like, you know, to see God save. I like to know, like, around the age, because people, like, God saves anybody. Absolutely. All all ages, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're willing to submit to him, right? Whether you're teenager, young, old, you feel like I may be too old. Like no, like God is willing to save you. We all come to God at different times in our life, but the important thing is to come to God. That's right. You know Absolutely. I mean? Yeah. Like, yes, sir. And so I always want people to know, like, man, it doesn't matter if you're 16, God can save you. You're 17, right. 18. Whether you're 30, you know, 40, 50. You know, you still got you still got breath in your lungs. But, you know, like. Give it over to guys. Did you when you came about the, the prayer room? Though did the walls look new? Well, you know <laughs> people say that. Yeah, I always,
1: but, I always You know, like, for me, it was really that. Okay, I've I've been waiting to see when I was gonna get someone to say gotta, it was really that. You have yes. to understand that the Bible said, for any man be in Christ, he's a new creature." Right. Old things have passed away, and I always and he say, "All things they become new." Yeah, it's it's it's
0: different for everybody. Because like me, I was like, man, I just felt the peace. Yeah, that's what I needed. Right. Yeah. Like I can't say like everything like new, but I knew. I was like, man, this is what I've been looking for. Yeah. Uh, my wife, she always said, she's like, yeah, it looked new to me when I came out. Yeah. I've heard other people say, man, it was just that burden. I felt a burden lifted off of me. And so I was like, I've been waiting. I'm like, I'm gonna get somebody to yes, say, it. Yes, <laughs> <It sir. looked laughs> new.
1: well, when, when you think about it, I mean, I know it was the Lord, but you know, you are coming out of the, the room and it was kind of dark. Yeah. It was a lot of light, so maybe <laughs> yeah. my eyes were adjusted. Yeah. That wasn't the case. No, nah, it was. It was true change that took place and uh, everybody just looked different and when you come up you know you're facing when you walk up uh at you and you'll be facing the audience and everybody knew when you came up they were waiting to see did he got did he get it then they sit you over to the side and they knew he got it (laughs) if you didn't get it you coming back another uh, service to get it you know you walk onto your seat but no i came and i came up with the victory so that i as i even sit here now and think about it i can remember feeling what i felt when I first When failed. you first fell. When I fell. <laughs> yes, sir. I love it. I love it. Yes, sir. Uh, I love it.
0: And that, that's just amazing to hear. And that's, man, that's what, almost 25 years ago. Yes, sir. That's amazing. That yes. also shows that God can keep us. He
1: will keep you if you know, want to be kept.
0: Keep us that's longevity, right. right? You don't have to go back and do anything like that. And then he blesses our life and... I just love I love hearing the testimonies uh, of God like same, yeah. changing people absolutely. Well, uh, one of the things I, I always talk about too, like once we get saved, we know it doesn't stop there, right? That's like, right. We have an enemy that wants to fight us mm-hmm. and wants to deter us. That's right. Um, but the Bible talks about it, like we go from faith to faith, glory right. to glory, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's just a, it's just a test. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it is the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a lot. Of, it's always it's a lot of the enemy. Uh, sometimes it's reaping. It's mm-hmm. a lot of different stuff, That's right? right? That's right. Uh, but uh, we we have those things, that God, if we hold on to God's hand, He always gives us the victory. That's right. I was wondering, there's something that you could share with our listeners. Maybe one trial, maybe a couple. It's up to you, right? Um, but since you've been saved, that you've dealt with, you know,
1: and how you overcame them, God help you overcome. Them. Well, um, I like to uh, first share just I can remember one vivid um, instance that I remember it was it was a Sunday evening we were getting out of church, and this mm-hmm. is how God manifested Himself to me to be real and the miracle worker. Um, and we were heading home. We were going to go get something from the grocery store, and we went to this first grocery store, and everybody remember Minyard right there off of Illinois. Is, uh, they didn't have what we were looking for, so we went on down to another store. And I, as I was going in um, this other store, I remember passing this gentleman. He was an older gentleman, mm-hmm. and um, he had this big cigar in his mouth, I mean, this huge cigar in his mouth. Yeah. And uh, when he had the cigarette in his mouth, I can remember uh, walking past him and I saw him, but I just went on to get done what I need to get done. Got in line at the checkout stand and he got in line behind me, and I heard this voice say, "Tell him that that cigarette is not good for him." Mm-hmm. Now I know the Lord, the, the voice of the Lord, but it was different this time. Yeah. It was uh, initially it was kind of soft and subtle. I was like, "Okay, well, Lord," and I asked, "Well, Lord, is that you?" He said. And, you know, it's kind of embarrassing to kind of turn around and yeah, tell yeah. somebody like that. Yeah. you know. And uh, I heard it again, he said, um, tell, us, tell him that that cigar is not good for him. And I still hesitated immediately. It's like, I said, <laughs> tell him that that cigar is not good for him. Yeah, and immediately I turned around, and I said, sir, you know that cigar is not good for you." He said, yeah, I know. He said, you know, the doctor has given me up and he said that um, I have cancer in over 90% of my body. Oh, man. And he was about to die. Man. And I said, well, do you believe God can deliver you and he can save you and he can literally heal you? I mean, instantly we were in the grocery store. He said, you know, I've been to these churches where they've oiled me down and they've done this, this, and this. And I still hadn't gotten no deal. I said, well, do you believe? And um, he said, well, yeah, kind of. I said, well, no, you have to believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that night I sent a prayer request to the church to pray for this man. And about a week later I called him and he didn't answer the phone. And I called again. His mom answered the phone. And when she answered the phone, I told her who I was. Yeah. And this woman begins to start crying. I'm like, oh, my God, this man has died. You yeah. know, that's the first thing I'm thinking about. Right. And she said, has he not told you? I said, no, he hadn't told me. He said that he went to the doctor, and the doctor didn't find a trace of cancer oh, in his man, body. Oh, man, that's, that's what And that was like the beginning part of my life and my walk, knowing that God was a miracle worker. That's like... Extreme faith building Extreme (laughs) At that point I mean I I met this guy Right Just how the things unfolded I wasn't supposed to necessarily be at that store Right But what we normally get They didn't have And Lord divert us to another location And it put you right And it put me right at the point Where I could be a witness And God Not only was it a witness For me to him But it was a witnesses Of God's miracle working power And I never forget that And it
0: put put a confidence in you now for God, right? Like
1: Absolutely. Like man, I can't
0: I can believe God and think. Yeah, yes like, sir, for anything. <laughs> yeah. You know? It just builds your faith. Like yeah, that's from faith to faith. From faith to faith, that's right. right. So you're yes, like, sir. Man, like I, I just in obedience, right? Yes, you sir. were obedient and you saw God work. That's yes, sir. amazing. Absolutely. That's amazing. I love it. Uh I know you
1: said that was one thing. Are there any other thing? Yes. Um so um in in my personal life I can remember um Oh, there's a couple of different things, but I can remember uh, one particular scenario where, uh, man, I, I almost lost my life. Mm. Uh, and it was over so, uh, I, a friend of mine, we had, uh, we, you know, I love to fish. Yeah, and uh, we had too. scattered out this spot and, man, we went and um, I, I saw this, we was at this creek and we saw these catfish. They were literally rolling on top of the water and i never seen that before. Mm-hmm. So I'm a friend of mine. We grab and we go and we go to Walmart and we grab this what they call a trout line. Okay. trout line is just basic a a, a long line of string that has uh, anywhere from 10 to 15 hooks attached to them individually, mm-hmm. right. and you bait them up. You set it out, and yeah. then you can ultimately catch multiple fish. Right. Well, I never forgive you when got everything set up, got this trout line, got everything, st- string it out, put all the bait on. Right. And um. Got it, and we had we had to send it to another side of the creek. So I remember grabbing this pole, and I remember throwing it over into the creek. And uh, when I threw it over to the other side, uh, unfortunately, as I started watching the hooks and everything uh, fly in the air, I realized I didn't throw it far enough. hmm And it actually landed in the water. Okay. Well, when it landed in the water, of course I wasn't thinking I didn't tie the other end. Mm-hmm. So here we are, all this hard work that my friend and I had put in about to go into the water. Yeah. Without us being able to retrieve it. Yeah. So here I am. You know, I grew up swimming in creeks and, and fishing and stuff like that. I grew up riding in cars. And yeah. Riding, riding, riding. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know what hit me, but I remember thinking that this is not gonna be in vain. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So immediately I just jump in the water. Nothing not thinking. Dive down, I'm swimming. And I'm seeing this rope as it's disappearing, and I grabbed this rope and i I remember extending my hand and I grabbed it and I, actually, I twirled it around my arm, and I turned back around and began to start swimming back to the bank and As I started swimming back to the bank, I never forget because I get I gotten so close to it to the bank, and all of a sudden my hand goes back, and it's because the the bar that was that I thrown it was still sinking oh, and it was pretty heavy, man. so now it throws me off balance, yeah. And now I'm getting pulled back man. with the current in the water, and um, I never forget there was a part of my mind that says, "Okay, bounce, you know, you you you, you kind of let down your weight, bounce down, l- l- hit the bottom, spring back up." Yeah. You know, I'm thinking swimming pool tactics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No sir. So You're I rel- like that at the no bottom. sir. Yeah. Listen, I relaxed myself, and I seem like I start going further down. Oh man. Further down, and I was like, "Okay, there is no bottom." Oh, man. So now I have. At that moment, I realized that that's when you see the fight or flight. Yeah. And for Mike Waltz, you knew what that was. Yeah. Fight. Straight up fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I began to start fighting. As I begin to start swimming back, I'm using every bit of energy I could mm-hmm. to ret- to get back. But remind me, this rope was still tied to my hand. Mm-hmm. So I, I immediately I, I I go into action. I start like Lord, I can't go out like this. Yeah. And sure enough, I felt this just, just overwhelming just presence of the Lord just give me the strength just literally to fight my way through this current okay. and right back to the bank. And I sat there, and I remember sitting and putting my hand up against the bank and to get my breath, and it just let me know. The Lord let me know that, you know, no matter what you go through, situations that sometimes that you may not get, you may get forced into. Right. Some situations you may even put yourself into. Right. But if you call on me. Right. On that time of adversity, that he will come in and he deliver. I might have to find an Listen. organ for you. And he did that. Come <laughs> I on, might have to uh, find an you know. organ for you. So you but go, he, he you did, did that thing. You can go ahead and go Baptist if you want to. Well, and uh, <laughs> no, but and I never forget. But I got to the bank and I was so excited. I held up that that rope up in there and I tied it down. Yeah. And sure, sure enough, uh, uh, we came back the next day and we had two nice sized catfish. Right. That were on the line. So even in spite of that. You know, at all that I had to go through, at the right. end, I still was able to receive that reward that we was initially seeking after. Yeah. So it was just those little small experiences that with the Lord that just kind of helps solidify you, you. Yeah, know?
0: yeah. If there are any scriptures you've stood on, you've you've stood on, you know, since you, you know, you've gone through like trials and you know, yes. like that. Any like particular scriptures that you like, man? That I cause we worry people you know how Yes we sir are. Absolutely. We worry people there any particular scripture you stood on
1: Well you know um there's three scriptures that I I, I base my life off of mm-hmm. you know and I feel like there's more but these three I believe make will allow me to make to heaven mm-hmm. and not only live a productive life on yeah. earth Yeah and that's first is um a Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6 mm-hmm. that if you trust in the Lord with all your heart yeah. if you lean out to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him the Lord says, shall. He, "Shall he shall guarantee?
0: Yeah,
1: signed, sealed, and delivered. Yes, sir. Come on now. I love it. <laughs> what do you say? He, he say, he, if you sh- He shall direct your path. Yeah. Then the other one is Matthew six and thirty-three. If you seek Him first, yeah, in all one. His righteousness, mm-hmm. the Bible said, the rest shall it shall yeah. be added unto you. Yeah. These are all these promises. Yeah. Then of course Psalms thirty-seven and twenty-three. Yeah, you, yeah. You know." That the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and I those 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 scriptures are what grounds me, yeah. you know, in spite of whatever I go through. Yeah, Matthew six and thirty three It's like that is my, my favorite. favorite. That's my absolutely favorite. that's when I got
0: saved. That was like the one that spoke to me. Yes, sir. When I just first started reading, and absolutely. Just, you know, if
1: I just seek God first, mm-hmm. everything else that I desire, mm-hmm. He'll take care. It'll of It'll come. <laughs> you know, and and I'm on the second part of that scripture. Yeah. the added part cuz the yeah. lord is doing some things in my life and yeah. testimony is soon to come yeah but uh yeah hey you, back. you, I, you <laughs> yes sir yes sir you got that but i'm on the other side of it some things that i've desired when i was a kid mm. that he has given to me right i already have it come on now let me yeah, watch mean. out now. but but <laughs> he, he, yes sir
0: any uh i was ask people this i feel like it's a little fun question to me right okay. cuz when you go through like we stand on the word of god but I feel like, you know, at times there is like songs that just comfort you. You're like, mm. man, like you may be riding in your car and then you get to this song. You're like, man, that's speaking to me right now. I'm just going to, I'm not going to stand on the song, but it is comforting me yes. while I'm going through what I'm going through. You have any song, maybe just one. You're like, man, this it, been, it was on repeat for a while.
1: <laughs> well, absolutely. And there's one that, cause I'm, you know, uh, there's one I really like um, and that's my soul has been anchored. Okay. You know, yeah, and yeah, when you yeah, think yeah, about yeah. it, so of the storms yeah, keep on raging yeah, in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's hard to tell yeah, night yeah. from day. Yeah. You know, you start thinking about that. And when you're in that situation deep in the middle of a trial, you know, it's the hope that lies within it reassures. Yeah. As I keep my eyes upon the distant shore. Yeah. You know, and I start thinking about that. That uh you know what he said, I know he'll lead me safely to that that blessed place he has prepared i think that's the fisherman in you that like that son it it may that may be it you know i like the water yeah yeah. you know and i see myself in the storm yeah yeah but it that that's that's a rock for me you know and it said if the storms don't cease yeah and just in case the winds keep on blowing in my life yeah just in case if it keeps going my soul my soul is yet anchored in the lord yeah i love that one you know and, um, oh, man, that's, a, that's a classic. The song that I'm standing on right now, with some things that's going on, is Waymaker. I
0: don't know
1: that. Waymaker. I know you know this. One. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light oh, in darkness. Yeah, yeah, I do. But know you know, that. I like that Pentecostal edition. You know, <laughs> about 2018. <laughs> yeah. I, that I, about 18. I like that. That's Waymaker. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. You know, and that's what I'm standing on because right now there's a part of that script, that song that says, "Even though I can't see Him, right. He's working." Right. Even though I can't feel him, yeah, he's working, yeah, because he never stops. He never stops working, and that's what I'm standing on right now. Because some things that I don't see the end, but I know he's working it out in my for my good. I love it. Yes, sir. I love it.
0: Is it um, yeah. since you've been saved any uh, spiritual heroes in your life, or maybe spiritual friend? Like you know, what did they do to encourage you? Because I always think of like this: like right, we're iron sharpens iron. Right? Yes, sir. are not alone in this walking. That's right. We need. Those people, you know, sometimes to encourage us. If you had anybody like that in your life, and, and maybe what did they do to encourage you?
1: Well, uh, I first have to say my my first encourager has always been my mother. Mm-hmm. I watched my mother raise six kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never heard my mom curse, mm-hmm. ever. Man. I've never seen alcohol inside the home. Man. I've never seen her smoking or drinking. Yeah. I've never heard her uh, be disrespectful to anyone that's a blessing i mean that lets me know a that the holy ghost is will right and you can live it if you want to live it yeah i've watched her i've watched her uh when we were without a car get on the bus line and catch the bus to church yeah uh, i've watched her catch the bus to work um and anything that was going on we found a way to get to where we need to get go uh, i've watched a grocery shop on the bus line mm. Can you imagine coming home and, or you at the grocery store? And I was young, I was a young man at one point. I can remember walking with her and we had all these groceries wrapped around, you know, they had the grocery bags. We were walking and she would give us enough to what we can carry and she would, you know, pretty much uh, carry the rest of it. And I can remember having these uh, bags wrapped around our our wrists and just walking. We were walking and to the house after we got out after she got off to work and she picked us up from the um, recreation center and uh, we would go straight to the store and man it just. As I vividly remember that I I would look at and, you know, at that time, people still be blowing a horn trying to holler, hey mama, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. Trying to holler at my mom. And she just would y'all keep walking, y'all keep walking. You know, that's my hero. Yeah. even to this day, she's still living a saving, sanctified life. Yeah. So that's my first hero. Miss hearing her sing
0: those song. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yes, sir. But,
1: you know, um, and, you know, even like now, right now, and, and first of all, I need to thank God for my wife and my two wonderful children. Yeah. Uh, my wife has been a rock uh, for me, uh, especially during these times, uh, you know, I, I just thank God for her yeah. uh, because she is my better half. She yeah. is my help. Yeah. Help me. So I thank God for that. And of course, you always know, uh, Apostle Lobison Yeah. he is like. Like a hero of heroes, you know what I mean? Legend, uh, the legend. There you yeah. go, yeah.
0: the legend. I don't know if it's a pro, but I'd be like, I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, Pastor Lobius like a goat. He's yeah. Greatest of all- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if people don't know, that just means greatest of all time. There I'm you not go. I'm to my animal. That's right. There you go. <laughs> and then he's is. like the goat to me, right? Like, it was so much wisdom. It was so much. Like you see him, like again, you hear the story building up a church from ground up like Yes, that, sir. and. And just like the way he saw God, he taught you to be all in for God. Yeah, and you can see it, right? Yeah. And if you are a man, he taught you how to be a man. Oh yeah,
1: man. right. Like oh yeah, a man. Men love Apostle. That's right. <laughs> Real men love apostles. And and he shared the natural side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people are putting themselves into financial burdens because they want to look like they got right everything in control. Well, I can remember his testimony when he didn't have everything right. He 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 turned the car in. Yeah. You know he t- he was he was open with sharing those things because it helps build your faith
0: too that god it's not going to always be like that. that's right and that's kind of where i want to be with this like people with this right like i like people to share their testimonies because my testimony may not be able to reach everybody but, yeah but they may hear brother mike talk about yeah. something they'd be like man like like that's my situation yeah. that's my circumstance and yeah. if god can keep him or if god can bring him through then he can do it for me too. Yeah, because he's not a respected person. Right, right. You know? Right. And so we saw that we had a leader like that. Yes, that, sir. That didn't just talk about it away. He wasn't like, do as I say. He was like, you know, I'm going to show I'm gonna you. I'm going to show you. That's right. And I love I love that. And it's it's bred throughout like, our whole church now. Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: You can, you can see his fingerprint in the lives of a lot of people, you right. know? And um the fact that you know, he's putting his grandson, his grandson just carrying it on. I, I just love that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That that's the that's what we were supposed to do. Leave right a legacy for our children's children. Yeah. He left a legacy of oh come on now. He left a <laughs> legacy of holiness, you know. Yeah. And look at us now. We're able to to just disseminate it on down to our children, our children's children. So just thank God for that. He, he's my hero. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I
0: know a lot of people. I mean, I didn't get to again yeah. of course I was a little kid, right? So mm-hmm. I didn't get all of the experience, especially space after I got saved, it was three years after I got saved. He went home to be with the Lord, but again, like it still burns deep. I, I buy the old tapes. I get all. I listen to it, and I just like man, can everybody preach like that? Yeah, <laughs> but see, we got a chance to see it live
1: on the front row. I'm pretty sure I want he amazing. to come in and hit them jaws with shaking the <laughs> yeah. red eyes. Woo, you gotta come out of sin and leave them alone. Yes, he sir. He was
0: the best man. Good stuff. That yes, sir. Uh, another one uh, I have for you uh i people may be wondering why i call you Pres. okay so you work um you are the president of our auxiliary the brotherhood mm-hmm. um I now i know that's the your the main ideal you work with mm-hmm. right and i was going to ask you know why do you feel like that's important in church mm. especially in this day and time
1: well um that's a uh, that's a big question um mm-hmm. uh, because Uh, During this time, we realize that there's a lot of individuals that are uh, going through uh, in their minds. They're going through uh, not knowing if they have enough Mm -hmm. self-worth. There's a situation where young men have grown up to be, well, let me say it this way. Young males have grown up to be older males. Yeah. But not necessarily know how to be men. That's yeah and society is attacking men. that's correct in a hard way mm-hmm. being a real man that's right so I mean. and and for for this um it's so important that you know we take the time to actually stop mm-hmm. you know pause for just a moment and let's talk about some things mm-hmm. let's talk about what it means to be a real man right not just a real male right? not to grow up right but actually become a man m a n you know um and for me, the most important thing is to base it not just on natural, but also spiritual applications to know where you at as a godly man of God, I'll you know, yes, sir. our true. roles and responsibility as being the priest protector to provider yes, sir. of our homes. Yes, sir. You know, um, I take that serious. Yeah. Um, you know, I, there's not a day that goes by that I don't get on the phone, call up, uh, sometimes it's two or three or four or five people that I may call throughout yeah. the day. Uh, to call and just to encourage them to see where they're at in their walk with Christ. And uh, some I help directly with relationships or directly with maybe with their finances or whatever aspect they maybe need some help in. Right. You know, uh, I'm on it.
0: Yeah. And I've seen you, uh, of course I was there when you first started. I've seen it now and I've seen like how it's grown and, you know, you you took it from another, I mean, it was handed to you from another great, great Mm -hmm. man that was before us, uh, yeah. The coolest the coolest elder I've yeah, ever seen in my life. My <laughs> teeth. Yes, sir. Uh, but I mean I've seen you take it and it's been wonderful, right? You talk about what we need because it's not only do we need spiritual application, we need to know like how, how to t- apply like yes, the word sir. applies to all of our life. Um, every aspect of our life, right? And yes, you, sir. I have seen you take us through like finances. Yeah. You know, I see you take us through how to be a godly husband. Um, I've seen you talk to, you know, make seminars for you know how to be a father, like and all those things are important, right? And then yes, sir. how to be a brother, Yes, right? sir. Like, oh, for sure. that's important, right? Like your brother needs you. That's right. And a lot of times, people as men, we could sit back and try to be like, uh, we don't need nobody. We try mm. to hold everything in. Try to make ourselves look like we got it all together mm. while you breaking down inside. That's right. And I've seen you like challenge that, right? Like, hey, yeah, it's important. Not, don't go around like just basically wanting attention but yeah like you know what i mean yeah. but like when you need help it's okay to lean on your yeah. brother because that's what he's supposed to be because guess what i may be strong today but i may be going through tomorrow and i may need somebody that's right on. and so if i didn't help you be strong who am i gonna lean on that's you right. know what i mean so uh basically i think of i guess i'll use this analogy right like so i'm at the gym if you're at the gym right if i'm lifting i need a spotter that's right but then guess what my set's going to get over Mm. And then my spotter's gonna need a spot. Yes, he's right. gonna be lifting, and he's gonna need a spot. That's right. So Tom's like roles reverse. That's right. You know what I mean? And I've seen you teach us about uh, you know holding the line, right? Yes, sir. And that's been something that we've lived, right? Like, when you, you taught to live, and I've seen holding the line go from just the brothers till it became a full church thing. Yeah. I think it was said, I forget what Mitch, but I remember it being said, like in the po- like, hey, we need to all hold on. That's right. Because it comes to a point where now. It's, to the time where we all... Oh, but it and, starts with the man. The man of the head, right? That's right.
1: So. And, that, and that time is now where we... You know, you say hold a line. It's not just a cliche. Right, you right, think right. about it, you know? But um, where, where I look at it now, there's there's so much more that can be done. Right. That we will be doing because right. it's it's so vital and so important. Being that, the, you know, the man got to institute man being the head of the household. Right. You know, it's not just... In one aspect, right, you know, it, it covers a a lot, you know, right. that you being the priest of the home, being the protector, being a provider, and you know, and uh, you take the male role out of the home, that that becomes a problem, you know, yeah. and Every, that may be for a different segment.
0: Yeah, we yeah, we you know, we can, but we can, we I already I've already planned, you know, we got to have you back with yes, another sir. with a couple other brothers. We could just. Let y'all talk about it. You know yes, what I mean? Sir. Absolutely. I think I think it's needed for this day and time. Again, hopefully you'll come back. I'm just Absolutely. putting on your come yes, back. sir. But like I feel like that'll be a whole other thing. And I feel like it's needed to get that godly wisdom from real men. You know, and uh, because society is trying to change what the role of a man should be. That's right. And but we know what God said and what God requires of men. Mm-hmm. And then even if you are, you know, you're a godly man, you want to know like what god is requiring of you. that's right you know what I mean? and it's important um but yeah i just i wanted to bring that out because you've been a help to me and i'm pretty sure there's a lot of other brothers that feel the same way right like hey man he's been such a help to me and everything that you you you're doing is much needed for yes, us sir. uh uh you've talked about like the spiritual heroes and mentors and everything like that but before we, before i let you go i just want to know uh is there any thoughts you would like to leave to our li- listeners
1: um, so let me think about that. Um, yeah, this one, um, something that I've been trying to live the last maybe four or five years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a saying, I can't remember who I heard it from, but it's a saying that says it's amazing what you can accomplish when you don't care who gets the credit. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. about that for just a moment. Mm-hmm. That's big. Yeah. It's amazing what can be accomplished or what you can accomplish when you don't care or you're not worried about who gets the credit. Mm-hmm. You know, um in this life right now, everybody wants to be seen. Yeah. You know, and I'm reminded of the scripture lets you just kind of, you know, I'm paraphrasing in my words that, you know, what's done in, in secret, the Lord said he rewards you openly. Right. And a lot of times a lot of people are looking for that limelight, looking to be recognized. But there's so much more work that could be done, that's you right. know, that uh, whether it be a phone call to, like you say, encourage your brother. Right. Because uh, I remember I was saying one time uh, that no man is an island yeah, except James Island. <laughs> Those that know him, you know, <laughs> you know, you need some help. You talked right. about iron shopping and iron. Um, and I, I think about it with all the different tasks and assignments and things that we may uh, be needing. Sometimes uh, doing things not to get recognized, you know, you'd be surprised how far it would take you. Um, and it's not just about doing things to be seen. Mm-hmm. It's about being seen doing things. Mm-hmm. You know. And um that that's one of the things, you know, that I, I just want to pass on. And um, uh, but of course, you know, those three scriptures are those if, if you can't live off anything else, yeah. That Matthew six and thirty three is the scripture. Yeah. yeah. You it's know just Go towards God and seek God. Somebody else was talking about that
0: recently. I was speaking to but just. Yes. Help. now it made me think of something that uh I was here um or Archie say, call him ribbon AA yes, <laughs> yes sir. Uh he say um the best I know I know it didn't come from him, but I heard him say it first. Um, but the best ability is availability. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, a lot of times people are looking to be used by God, but we don't we like crowd our life with so mm-hmm. much other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't make ourselves available to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? First for him to pour into us. Yeah. You know what i mean and them to be used and then not only that like the little things right like sometimes the church just needs the little things, yeah. and gotta see that you know what i mean i may not have uh the offering to give yeah but sometimes i can just give my time yes sir and gotta reward my yes, time and then he'll bless me with the mo- the money i desire to give that's right and then bless you with more of that that you that's desire right. to give and Sometimes it just start with being available to give your time and just a little thing. That's right. That's a whole other thing. Well, I that just...
1: song, that, that, that brought me to a song that I, um, just a part of my testimony. Is yeah. that, that song is I Want to Live So yeah. God Can Use Me Yeah, Anywhere, At Any Time. Yeah, I want to pray so, I want to walk so, I want to give so God can use me at anywhere. Any moment. Any moment. Yeah. Any time of the day. And that's what I want to be able to do. I want to Which... be able to live a life that God can use me at anywhere, at any time.
0: I love it, man. I appreciate you coming by. I do have something for you. I'll give it to you in just a second. I forgot to bring it here this time. No problem, But I'll man. give it to you in just a second. Absolutely. And we're going to go ahead and roll the outro. This has been another episode of the About Faith Podcast. With me, your host, T.J. Hardman. I want to thank you for tuning in. Man, this show wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for you. So why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And on all your social media platforms, share it with your friends. And until next time, be blessed.